Welcome to the Play It By Ear podcast. The podcast where the topics may vary because, hey, we play it by ear. And now your hosts, Eric Fiskus, Brady Lining, and Todd Griffin. Welcome. Episode 59 of the Play By Your Podcast. Todd Griffin is with us. Yes, we are Uh pushing 60. Past middle age. (laughs) Brady Liming. Hello, sirs. I apologize for the cruddy audio. (laughs) Sound like you're uh, getting ready to jump off an airplane. (laughs) Well... The altitude is about 20,000, and I'm dropping in behind enemy lines. You could have at least had a high-powered fan blowing on your face so it would look uh, look the part. I'd like a quarter pounder with cheese, meal. <laughs> no onion. <laughs> no onion. I'd like a, a chili with no celeries. <laughs> done good and luck. done. Good luck, good luck with that. All right, once again, episode 59 of the Play By Your Podcast. As always, we'd love our audience to chime in. Uh, we have seven people in the room. And I'm just going to go on, I, I don't know if Facebook has ears on our podcast right now, but Facebook is a is a, a flaming pile of garbage, I believe, is what I put in my text to Todd yes. and Brady. Yes. Uh, you know, we, we want to schedule these live recordings and we want to invite people and sometimes Facebook will allow you to invite people and sometimes it won't. Uh, Sometimes it won't at first and then it will and like today was one of those instances. So some of you got a late invite and we apologize about that but we are at the mercy of uh, Czar Zuckerberg. And I I mean... Zuckerberg. I was trying last night to invite, and it just again, it just sat there. Like you, there was, you could hit the invite button, and it just sat. It actually popped up a cancel option, but it didn't go through with the invite. And I probably tried inviting, inviting you know, fifty people that way, and before I realized that it wasn't actually inviting them. Right. So I sent out a flurry of invites here uh, about three hours ago, but uh, we'll see how many people show up. Howard William is here with us. Hello. Howdy, howdy. Hello, sir. Uh, Mrs. Wilson here with us. Hello. Now, the room has grown in population to 12, so once again, if you're in the audience out there, please chime in. We'd love to say hi to you. <clears throat> so uh, to get our housekeeping out of the way, uh, we want to have you visit our website, which is just now on the bottom of the screen, and on our banner at the top of the screen www.playbyyourpodcast.com and uh, you can register for updates on our show uh, email updates if you go uh, actually it's right there on the top of the page you have our audio our video and register for the email updates all on the top of the page all right there in line so uh, please do so and uh, you can get those invites by email and uh, other such things so uh 
please uh, foray into our website, and we'll talk about that at various times uh, about our podcast tonight. So, remove this banner here. Okay. We are in the order of uh, our topics, and if you've never been here before, I'm assuming all ten people in the room have been, but if you have not been... Uh, we all come to the table with a topic. We talk about it for, uh, well, we put a 20-minute clock on ourselves, and that is just a, <laughs> yeah, ha-ha-ha. Uh, I, I don't even know, I don't know. It's just it's just tradition now, I guess. But uh, it, it's kind of, it's more like a mid-alarm now anymore. But uh, Yeah, I, I, I hate to think of if we didn't have that clock. Yeah, well, yeah. that's true. It, it could Bye. be a War and Peace podcast style. My mom said, it was really funny, but wow, you guys talked a lot last week. And uh, we must have been very verbose that my mother commented on it. Well, because we skipped, I think we had skipped a week, hadn't we? So we were... We had. Yes. We had a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, we were chomping at the bit. Champing at the bit. Speaking Good evening, Mr. Heron. Good evening, Sarah. Sarah! Sarah! So, gentlemen, I'm here tonight. I, uh, I'd, I'm finished. I'm suckering here tonight during the podcast, during the early stages. So if the suckering becomes a nuisance in your ears, let me know and I'll put it. I'll put it down. I'm trying to be quiet with it, not scrape it on my teeth and whatnot. How but. many licks does it take to get to the center of that sucker that you're sucking? One, two, three. I believe it was a two. It was a very Pillsbury Pillsbury Doughboyish, wasn't it? It was indeed. <laughs> three, and you have to roll your thumb tongue on the th- three. Three, crunch. Rocky's in the house. Welcome. Yes, the gang is ganging up. So. uh once again, uh, we come to the table with a topic each of us do, 20 minutes-ish, heavy on the ish. Uh, Howard has a question about your sucker. Is it a blow pop? It's a Tootsie. And uh, interestingly enough, it's a sour Tootsie blow pop. But it tastes, it tastes no different than the regular Tootsie Pops. There's no sourness to them at all. Because Tootsie Roll I... Pops in general, have some of the flavors have a little bit of a sour you know, the, the fruitier flavored ones um, as opposed to the chocolate Tootsie Pop. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the sour candy. It makes my jowls hurt. Yeah, but like I said, these aren't these aren't sour. All you get are different flavors. Like this is sour raspberry and it just tastes like raspberry. Raspberry. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, we'll, we'll try this thing with Todd again first. We tried that last week and it... it uh, messed up yeah I, I i started to mess up a little bit again it's always interesting but over the course of however long we've been doing this remotely it seems like my technical difficulties are right at the beginning and then they don't happen again so knock on wood hope that but it's weird it's like it's like it takes it a little bit to get started on my end here do you remember the older days when we first started my internet would always before i upgraded when we would start getting close to 10 p.m yeah. Mine would start crudding out, so 10 p.m. was the magic hour at my house. All right. Are we ready for my topic, Eric? I we are that. ready, Todd. You're up. All right. So, you know, Brady texted uh, earlier this, uh, this evening and asked, uh, Todd, what do you think about an animal or a food topic, knowing that I am usually the animal 
or food topic guy, uh, I had already been thinking about uh, an animal topic. And I have a list, and I know I've done animal lists before. I know I've done, like, the dumbest animal, and I've done all kinds of animal lists. But tonight I just have a most dangerous creatures in the world list, and I thought we could kind of talk about these, and Eric might be able to bring them up, uh, on the, a picture of them up to see how dangerous they look. And uh, some of these are surprises, <laughs> but some of them are also uh, not surprising. So without further ado, ado? Uh, 15 giant centipede giant mm. centipede that, and it says right off the bat that the fear point of this creature is in the name giant centipede it's massive when you compare it to other centipedes and its legs don't make it look any less terrifying so uh, giant is relative yes so it's not like human size no. <laughs> genipede no it, it's it, not a human centipede, centipede. Uh, did you say genitals? <laughs> I, I, I said genipede. I don't know where oh. that came from. That's, uh, and Sarah had my same question, how giant is giant? Well, the Whoa. picture of it, it's attacking a mouse, and it's it's quite a bit longer than the mouse. Uh, but here's the thing. They use their fangs near the ma- their mouths to inject toxins into their prey. That's terrifying looking. They can also, this is the creepy part, they also use their legs, which make tiny incisions into skin or bodies. So they're like the Edward Scissor hands of centipedes. Hmm. Yeah. So the, the, now see this one here on that guy's arm. That oh. that that is that, yes, frightening. That, yeah. that, that's fake, isn't it? I don't think so. I mean, look <laughs> at some of these he, other pictures. That, he he baked that up at his creepy crawly lab. No, look. There's the one with oh, the mouse. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Look at the look at the look of abject horror on that mouse's face. That mouse's face. <laughs> look at it. I can't unsee that's because, it. Stop it. That's because the giant centipede's razor sharp talons are digging into its guts right now. <laughs> that that is a truly ofeci look. It's fixing the skin or back. Any any lizard, cockroach, insect, or arachnid that the centipede targets as lunch will be injected with a type of venom that paralyzes it and deems it unable to move before it's eaten. It's like a roofie of the animal kingdom. And get this. If a human gets bit, a venom can cause pain, swelling, skin necrosis, headaches, nausea, Ooh. dizziness, muscle damage, kidney failure, and heart attacks. Ooh, look, look at this. Look at that right there. Ah. That's its mouth. Gosh. <laughs> it puts his mallet on the mallet. <laughs> wow. That I'm, I'm going to have nightmares. So Sarah's question is not in the USA, right? Uh, they live Eastern Asia. Um, they managed to identify one called Sam Spooky Toxins. I was talking about the toxins in them, sorry. They're trying to figure out basically why they're so toxic. Because they are. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> do, do we need a reason? No. Well, I don't. Scientists probably do. That's what they get paid for. Miss Wilson, oh. that looks like a snake with legs. That's Indeed. even scarier than the human centipede. Not only legs, but knife legs. Knives. Knives. Uh, Number 14. I think this was on another list of ours in the past, but pufferfish. Yes, we have talked, spoken of the pufferfish before. Yeah. Uh, when they feel under threat, they puff up, hence the name. Some have spines to ward off other fish, but many other marine species 
know that this fish doesn't provide the best dinner. Not only do they taste <laughs> dreadful, but they're toxic and can kill whoever dines on them. <laughs> now this look, this looks like a it's like an angry bird. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> It looks so, like you just got weeded by a set of keys. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't say so. <laughs> you need to paint it down on that picture so we can check that out. <laughs> oh my gosh. I would love to caption this. Why does every picture of them, they have that stupid look on their face? I don't want to call it stupid. It's just like a gate, like it's surprised and disgusted and horrified yeah it has it has various looks there's another look here's another look wow <laughs> that one looks like it's singing bass in the Statler Brothers <laughs> <laughs> all the oh gold. man that, that was a problem Brothers it went too far in California Ooh, yeah all right, so, uh, yeah, the puffer fish have enough venom to end the lives of around 30 humans, and there is wow. no known antidote. Does that mean, like, in its, in its lifetime or all at once? I don't, that's a bit unclear. I can shed some light on that. Um, because puffer fish is known for its tasty sushi, um, but you have to be a licensed, and the name for it in Japan is fugu. And to be a fugu, fugu sushi chef, sushi chef, Say that three times fast. Yeah. You have to be able to remove the internal organs the correct way where the toxins are. I think it's the liver. And if you don't remove it, it's always you can the kill liver. the people that you're feeding. But sure it's not the spleen? It, it might be the spleen, actually. That might be included. But the trick is for a good sushi chef of fugu, you can get just enough of the toxin that makes your mouth a little tingly and gives you a slight buzz. I will pass. Well, here's the thing. I don't understand why people would do that because there's other things to eat. There's you know what I mean? Sticks. Yeah. Go with Bandicam. It won't kill you. <laughs> uh, you're right, Brady. I was actually just reading that uh, in this uh, description. It says that it's a, it's a delicacy in Japan, and uh, it's only prepared and served by licensed and trained chefs who know how to remove the toxins before serving. Actually, I think this one looks like the singing moon in the McDonald's commercial. <laughs> like the Black old McDonald's? The old, uh, yeah. Oh, the clock strikes <laughs> after midnight. Hey! Are we moving on from the puffer fish? Yes. All right, number 13. The Black Mamba. Is it Mamba or Mamba? Mamba. I always pronounced it Mamba, yeah. Mamba. Black Mamba snake. I love you, Mamba. <laughs> All right. Around 20,000 people lose their lives to snake bites in Africa every year, and you can nearly guarantee that the black mamba snake is up is to blame for many of them. Uh, this brown, olive, and gray snake. I wonder why they don't call it the brown, olive, or gray yeah, mamba. I guess that's a mouthful. The olive mamba just isn't quite as... Uh, <laughs> nobody's afraid of that. Look, there's an olive mamba coming our way. <laughs> Look at it. It's smirking at you. Look at it. I bet it's singing still in the night because it's a white snake. <laughs> yeah, that... uh, it grows to around 14 feet long. It's one of the world's deadliest snakes. It's aggressive, fierce, and fast. Just how I like all of my snakes to be. 
It's known as the fastest land snake in the world, the longest venomous snake in Africa, and the second longest in the world. Uh, and, and it takes no prisoners. If you threaten a black mamba snake, which gets its name from the... Oh, it gets it from its mouth. There we go. Its mouth. Yeah. <laughs> um, black mouth, It will strike repeatedly and inject venom with every attack launch. It'll give you a warning first, as common courtesy, by opening its mouth. <laughs> common courtesy. Hello? I'm going to bite your anus. <laughs> Look at me getting ready to bite you. Unf- unfortunately, this nope rope, I love... <laughs> No, what, it's what? They call it a nope rope. I love that. Nope rope. They call snakes nope ropes. Uh, <laughs> it can slither faster than most people can sprint at 12 miles per hour. See, and I don't need to sprint 12 miles an hour. I just need to sprint faster than the guy that's with me. True. Yeah. Uh. So, a uh, couple uh, comments. Hello, Mr. Matt Young. Hello, Welcome. Mr. Young. Uh, Mr. Heron, aren't they a delicacy in Japan? Yes, indeed. The puffer fish. Uh, Howard went to a college with a guy named Fisher who smoked weed. We called him Puffer. Ah, nice. Puffer Fisher. (laughs) Yeah, you never know, Sarah. You got to keep an eye out. You come back with something you just did not expect, like the black mamba. 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 All right. Moving on. Moving on. Number twelve. Now. I've heard this many, many times, and I've always pronounced it Titsy Fly. Is that correct? That is fly. That fly. That is fly. That is fly. That is correct. <laughs> Pretty fly for a white guy, huh? Uh-huh. Uh, titsy Fly. Harmless, right? After all, flies buzz around you every day, and you live to tell the tale. Uh, titsy Fly's bite is not so much dangerous as uncomfortable. Instead of inserting its mouth into your skin as a mosquito would, it uses its tiny, serrated teeth to saw into your skin and suck out your blood. Uh, this process can hurt and sting, but even though it's not the, even the then it's not the bite that makes it dangerous, but the diseases it can carry. African sleeping sickness doesn't that come from a yeah, the, fly? Yeah, the sleeping sickness is much easier to pronounce than the actual name for it, so uh, that's what I'm going to call it. It's a neglected disease that has not had a lot of research and funds thrown into it, but it causes a myriad of deaths. Um, it's called a nap. So uh, there's the uh, Titsy fly taking a blood meal. It looks like it's had caption. a fair share of blood. It's got a, it's got a, uh, it's a gorged satchel. Yeah, <laughs> satchel. That's the, that's the. Uh, uh, it's an enlarged sacket. That's the scientific name for a Titsy fly's lower portion, a satchel. <laughs> a Titsy satchel. Click <laughs> on that one over there, Eric. The top left that's on there right now. That one looks like it has another swollen. Nope. Yeah, there you this go. This one. Ooh, good lord. That like it might have been putting its teensy someplace where it shouldn't have been. No, wait. You see the caption? A teensy fly births one enormous milk-fed baby. Ugh. Oh. Now, 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 wait, now, wait a minute. I, is, is that true? Do flies lactate? <laughs> no, I, I, I bet. No, I bet it is. But how do you milk them? You can milk anything with breasts. Can you milk so me, I, Eric? <laughs> I, I, put the, I put that theory to no, Eric. Chicken breast? Yeah. Perhaps. Perhaps. 
It's Robert De Niro's theory, not mine. If oh, you yeah. milk a giraffe, uh, you won't get any milk, but you'll get plenty of Skittles. <laughs> what? <laughs> like the commercial, Brady. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking logically there. I'm like, whoa. Well, there was your first mistake. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, we don't do logic on this show. When, when have I ever done that except <laughs> right this second? All right, moving on to the number 11, the blue ringed octopus. Blue ringed. It's pretty. It's a. It's an attractive creature. It'll, it'll lure you in. Yeah. yeah. When a blue ringed octopus feels threatened, vibrant blue rings will form on its body to warn you off. At this point, you need to back away. Its venom is around 1,000 times more potent than cyanide and can take down around 26 humans. So... Wow. So, so this thing wants to kill people pretty because it, get, it gets prettier when it gets pissed off. <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, if you're bitten, look at me. You'll die. This is scary. If you're bitten, you may not feel it, for its bite is generally painless. But it's the symptoms that follow that we let you know you've been bit. You may feel nauseous. Before you experience vision loss, muscle numbness, and a loss of your motor skills and senses, uh, muscle paralysis then leads to respiratory arrest. Uh, with the only known cure to be is to begin artificial respiration immediately. Hmm. Wow. Uh, it does say that there's a chance that humans will survive a blue ringed octopus attack, but its prey isn't so lucky. Creatures, the creatures it sees as food, such as crab, small fist, and shrimp, don't stand a chance. <laughs> it will peck through its exos- uh, exoskeleton and insert its venom to begin the muscle paralysis process. While the creature is paralyzed, the octopi will pull off all its meat until only the shell remains. I'll say this guy's not getting bitten because he got a hairy arm. <laughs> looks like he was playing with a wacky wallwalker and it fell on him. What a what a vicious creature though! It yeah it pierces your exoskeleton and then sucks off your meat the whole time it's killing you. <laughs> I don't think I have an exoskeleton. Well, that's true, but. If you were a crab or some other <laughs> and creature. <a> crab. <laughs> uh, All right. Uh, it says there. Ha- here's the good news. Here's the. Here's the positive. There hasn't been a human fatality since the 1960s. So <laughs> I feel relatively safe. Coming out of Woodstock. Hey, let's smoke the octopus. They got bit. So, uh, what do you do if you get bitten? Do you, do you pee on it like on a a jellyfish sting? I don't know. It doesn't say that. That's... I'm guessing you probably had to be rushed to urgent care and be given anti-venom. But I, I don't. Is there any anti-venom? That'd be a good question. Or do you have to ride ride out the storm? Yeah. Ride in the storm out. <laughs> uh, a couple more comments here. Welcome, Tanya. Tanya. Hello. And uh, Mr. Heron sounds a lot like marriage. <laughs> I'm assuming the, the exoskeleton part, is that what you were referring to there? Actually, if it shows its rings to scare you away, that is much like humans. So girls will show the ring to scare away its predator. Like in a social setting, right? Whatever you say. <laughs> we'll go with that. I'm sorry, I'm too busy trying to figure out how to say this next animal. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for it? We're ready. Number 10, 
Eric, I hope you can find the picture of this guy, uh, the one I'm looking at. This is a, a cassowary or a cassowary, yeah, cassowary, that's it. which starts out with the same first four letters, C A S S, cass, like Mama Cass. Okay, I got it. I got it. A wary. Cass, like a plumed emu. Now this, that's a little too much like casserole for. So Brady probably right off the bat hates this thing. <laughs> Who would have thought? Looks rather dinosaurish. It does, doesn't it? Look at that. The the third picture over, Eric, is the one I was looking at. The, this one go. here. Yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bird. This hip squack. Inside, Brady. Eric's got his own animal sounds. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a uh, what's that? What's will we decide that thing was that hangs off a, a turkey's trot? A, a gullet. A gullet? Is that what it is? It's a gobbler. Uh, it's it's got a uh, pretty intense gobbler there. It's got a prominent gobbler. He's <laughs> got a dangling neck sack there. That's pretty uh, scary. <laughs> it almost looks fake. It looks like something out of a, a movie, like a kids animated movie. CGI. Yeah. So, I think I knew the tale of this one, but Todd, what makes this deadly? Because this just looks like a plume debut. Well, who would have thought that a simple buoyed could cause so much chaos and destruction? <clears throat> In the case of a cassowary, it is not unexpected. This violent, emu-like bird is one that takes no prisoners and has been responsible for human fatalities. There's why it's right there. There you that's go. That's why it's dangerous oh, right there. Good Lord. It's like the, that's like the Velociraptors in Jurassic Park. It's got like a dagger on it. Ah. Uh, uh, this would be my second reference tonight, but it's the Edward Scissorhands of bullies. <laughs> it has also taken down dogs, cats, and other birds, and virtually any other animal that gets in its way or territory. Uh, it can peck, headbutt, kick, and barge. Uh, they're even more dangerous if you're on the ground lying down. <laughs> no Trust shit, what animal? <laughs> I mean, a ladybug is more dangerous if you're laying down on the ground with it. It says, if you have your back to them, <laughs> or if you are bending over near them. <laughs> Don't get any of that in your eye. It's going to go in your eye. So, <laughs> yeah, it'll go in your eye. Just yeah. not the one on your head. If you're bending over near it, that's the last thing your ass sees right there. <laughs> And what's the sound, Eric, that it hears? <laughs> hey! <laughs> Eric, I swear, if you call a student in to discipline them in your office and make that sound, I guarantee you, you will never see them in trouble again. <laughs> Why would anybody bend over near that thing? Is that, is, is, that, is that the sound the bird makes or the sound you make when it when you're bending over in front of it? Yeah. Except yours would be a little higher pitched. Uh, even casually walking past them and looking at them the wrong way. You've seen them unlash a barrage of Jackie Chan moves. <laughs> oh, man, we need video. That's what I was going to say. I want to see this thing attacking. If, if it sees its own reflection in the glass, it will smash its way through. Oh, here we go. Oh, you can get puncture wounds, bone fractures, and severe lacerations. 
if I you mean, get attacked by one of these things. Its legs look powerful, you know, like a new or an ostrich. How tall is this thing? Uh, there have been also cases of attacks on cows and horses. You know what? There you go. Is that our timer or is that the video sound? That's our timer, sorry. Oh, I, I thought it was part of the video. The ice cream man calling a deadly creature. Here he goes. Ooh, look at his gullet. Don't look at him wrong. This video is too educational. It is. Yeah. I need I need I need some well, what do you call it? Some um outrageous attackage. Just need the water Die watermelon, die. <laughs> I hate Please. seeds. This is supposed to be seedless. See, if, if one came at me, I'd just flick it in the... Look at that thing go down its gullet. <laughs> oh. that, that, that's a tip you gotta, it would make if you, you flick gotta it in you got to pinch and roll its, uh, its, its neck <laughs> uh, foreskin. It heard you say that, Todd. You see that look? <laughs> yeah, look at that. Give me, give me the eyeball. Hey, I'm walking here. I'm giving me the stink. Here. The I, cassowary I, stink. I, I, I think Danny has the biggest question here. He's joined on. WTF is going on here. Really well, Daniel, we are talking about the castellary and why it's dangerous. Yeah, and if you even look at it wrong or bend over in front of it. Better watch it because cause it'll go right before it goes in. <laughs> All right. So are we ready for number nine? few more comments here. Oh, Tanya always seems to join in at the most interesting time. Yes, Tanya, your timing is impeccable. Uh, Treva, welcome. It's a giddy gobbler. Indeed. <laughs> Christy Rocky, Hall of Famer. It's a oh. baboon meets an ostrich. It's a good way of looking at it. Man. Joey. How's it going, Joey? Joey. House. Uh, Danny is the fruits of the devil. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Yes, uh, Mystery MST 3000. Yeah, there we go. That's there what we, we were go. doing. Talking right over the cassowary video. Cassowary sounds very uh, refined. It, it does. I'm a cassowary. Like, yeah, it sounds like somewhere you would go to see fancy birds and butterflies yeah. and maybe smoke a pipe. Into the cassowary? <laughs> but it don't smoke jackets. <laughs> All right, number nine. I don't think this is a surprise to anyone. The rhinoceros. Um... See. See, they have poor eyesight, which makes them have unpredictable behavior. If they sense a threat, they move into self-defense mode. They protect themselves, their young, and other rhinos around them. Um, during the two years that their calves stay with them, they are hypervigilant and will even ward off lions who try to indulge in a rhino baby entree. Uh, they're endangered. That's bad. That's not good. But, um, yeah. yeah, right. nobody messes with a right. Now, you'll laugh at him. Look at him. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're, like the, they're like the guy who's lifted weights his whole life, but he, he kind of he likes to drink beer still, so he's like real built, <laughs> but he also has a big beer belly. It's That's really good at like. arm wrestling. Yeah. Um, I always imagine a rhino being the closest thing living to a triceratops. Yeah, I agree. Man. All right. Moving on. Moving right along. Number eight. No surprise on this list, the great white shark. Yark. And sharks are? Inhuman. Inhuman. 
Yeah. See, here's why they're inhuman. Uh, they can smell seals around two miles from the colony. Um, and they can swim at speeds of up to 37 miles per hour. I'll have you some that in your eye right there. Man. Don't smell like a seal. <laughs> kind of snout for bloods. Yep. So what Just is nasty. the next I cannot. One, I can't think of... I really can't think of anything scarier than being in the water and seeing that. You in the blue ring uh, octopus? Ah, I take my chances with the blue ring of octopus or the callowary. I think it'd be I would, scarier about 1.3 seconds later when those teeth impale your, your leg. I, I, would, I would bend over in front of the world's largest flock of callowary before I would swim in the ocean with one of those things. All you have swam in the ocean with one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man. Anyway, I got to move past that. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. Uh, number seven, saltwater crocodiles. Because <laughs> you want to say saltwater taffy. <laughs> They measure an average of 16 feet and around 1,100 pounds. Uh, they can swim hundreds of miles in the ocean to get to their destination. Their adaptability and ferociousness are what makes the saltwater croc one of the most dangerous creatures in the world. Uh, they live in bodies of water from northern Australia through to Asia. They can take down animals that stand their way. Sharks, humans, fish, birds, and mammals are all on their men on the menu. It's even a <laughs> What's the picture with the uh, the little silhouette of the guy next to the? Is that showing a size reference to a, a right, human? Right here, right here. Well, that too. Yeah. Go so, back to that picture where it's yelling. Yeah, like, I think I know what it's saying. I gotta find it. Oh, where to go? I think it just said after a while. <laughs> after a while. <laughs> Well, it certainly didn't say see you later. That is true. <laughs> um, can't they, like, don't they use their tails to spring at something? Because it, notice its front, its front paws are off the ground. And its little bitty, I say paws, its front legs legs are off the ground. And its back legs are going to be short as well. See, like I think right it there. uses its tail to do that. It, it is using propulsion, like a giant... Or and they get, I, I mean, they don't spring on it like Tigger in Winnie the Pooh, <laughs> but they do use it to like stiffen and propel. Yeah, it's like a lever, isn't it? Yeah, they uh, most live to be more than 65 years old, and some are well over a century old. Wow, all right, incredible. Yeah, don't take ah. your kids near one right there. <laughs> Man. Number. Let me know when you're ready. Number six, hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. Um, <laughs> they've been known to charge at happily grazing cows, and about 3,000 people lose their lives to these unpredictable and rotund creatures annually. I love the word rotund. I do, too. And uh, here you go. This right here is what the hippo thinks of your crocodile. Nice. Ah. Eric, can you find the video of the hippo having uh, explosive diarrhea? Uh, that's a classic video. His tail spinning. With a spinning tail? Yeah. yeah. It's intestinal distress with a helicopter, basically. 
they they kill three thousand people uh, annually. I think I've read before that more people uh, hippos cause more deaths per year than shark attacks. Oh yeah. Uh, here's what's scary about them: they can run at speeds of around fourteen miles per hour. <laughs> so they are rotund, but they are in tremendous shape. Do you want to hear some cool science? I'm going to geek out on you here while we're looking at this rotating tail pooping picture. I'm going to balance, I'm going to balance <laughs> we, out we the gotta entertainment see the, with the education. we got to see the video. Um, my zoology professor, Moorhead, said that bullfrogs, bull sharks, and male hippopotami yeah. had the most testosterone oh, per unit for their, their, their steroid charge. Really? I didn't know that. That is... They're steroid charged. Yeah, they, they had more testosterone per uh, million. Like, bullfrogs, bull sharks, and hippopotami. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number... Are we moving on? Number five? Yes, sir. The Death Stalker Scorpion. Richard uh, Ramirez? Man, this thing is the color of... Uh, the 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 car in National Lampoon's Vacation. It's it's pea green, metallic pea. Metallic. <laughs> metallic piss. <laughs> that's from an earlier. Uh, that's an early classic. Yes. It can. Uh, it only measures up to three inches long. There you go. Ooh. Yeah. It's got it. It's got it. Stinger in a very threatening position. That's not an inviting-looking creature. No. It says here that it's also known as the Palestinian yellow scorpion. Uh, equal fear as a great white shark or a charging rhinoceros. They live in North Africa, Middle East, and Asia. Um, let's see. What do they do? While they tend to stick with small creatures for dinner, that doesn't mean this frightful little scorpion isn't capable of taking on you or me. A sting from the Deathstalker scorpion is not only painful but potentially fatal. Um, it causes heart issues and pulmonary edemas uh, and the, that fluid built up in the lungs can be fatal wow um, I've heard that what makes them dangerous is they like to sleep where it's warm to so people that have taken off their shoes it still has heat they crawl in your shoes can you imagine See, unsuspectedly die? not me because I don't take off my shoes until I go to bed well that, yeah you wake, up, you wake up at, in the morning because you take your shoes off at night. It wants if, to be warm because you know how the desert gets at night. It sleeps in your shoes, and you wake up the next morning. Okay, that makes then, sense. I thought yeah. you were saying, I was going to say, because if you're not walking in that terrain and you're wearing flip-flops or mandals, you deserve to get bitten <laughs> by that thing. Mandals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number four, the box jellyfish. See here. The largest box jellyfish of the venomous variety can grow up to one foot long and thick with tentacles as long as 10 feet. These tentacles are covered with poison loaded darts that take no prisoners. One attack by a box jellyfish can and will cause your heart to stop, and there are very few cases of survival. That's pretty scary. Wow. That's. Pe peeing on that won't help. No. Yeah. Those who are attacked by the box jellyfish experience a range of symptoms before they eventually succumb to their injuries. Paralysis, cardiac arrest, and death are all standard. It is thought that more than 100 people are fatally injured every year. Um, so, but they, it also says that they think those figures are 
dramatically underestimated. Do they think, is it called the box jellyfish because you end up in a box? I don't know. Um, doesn't, it doesn't say where it got its name. It doesn't really so, look like a box, does it? No. Not really. So a few comments before you go on. Uh, you're discussing the rhinoceros. Uh, Danny <laughs> says he prefers the term battle unicorn. <laughs> and then uh, talking about the intestinal distress of the hippo. Rule number one, he's number two. Andy Mount, welcome. Uh, quoting uh, Vacation, no, I ordered the Antarctic Blue, the sports wagon. With the rally package. <laughs> Not the metallic piss. <laughs> I still think it's... Can we throw back to that episode and what you guys made fun of me about? Because well, I, I thought over the years that they were referring to, when he says metallic pee, I thought he meant urine. I didn't realize he meant the vegetable, which vegetable. I guess over the years I had turned that into metallic piss, which is what I said. You guys looked at me like I was crazy. I didn't realize he was referring to a pee. Oh. And Allison says, uh, check your boots every, capitalized every time before you put them on in Iraq. Because you may have one of those scorpions <laughs> in there. I do that in Ohio. <laughs> Indeed. Might get a, a foot full of malice or a giant spider. <laughs> All right, three more left. Number three, the golden poison dart frog. Uh, let's see here. It can take down 10 grown men with their venom and are thought to be one of the most poisonous animals in the world. It has poison glands within its skin. I'm not going to try to uh, pronounce the poison name, but when it enters it bl your bloodstream, it causes paralysis followed by death. Smaller animals that end up as victims suffer from respiratory paralysis, seizures, skyrocketing blood pressure followed by death. Um, Nature beyond sign. Stay away from me. Look, look how small it is, though. Well, yeah. they, they would, the, the rainforest stadiums would kill those and boil them and they would roll their um, darts and arrows in it, and that's what would cause the poison dart thing. Interesting. Sorry, I'm a yeah. nerd. No, I knew it had, I, I didn't know the story verbatim like that, but I knew it had something to do with the frogs. All right, number two on the list. Another snake. Um, a new probe. <laughs> the Hen inland... Henceforth on this show, snakes will be known as nope ropes. Nope ropes, yes. Number two, the inland, uh, is it Tapan or Taipan? Taipan. Taipan. T-A-I-P-A-N. Once again, from Australia. Why would anyone live in Australia? Sorry for anyone who lives in Australia and listens, but I'm too afraid of the creepy crawlies to live in Australia. <laughs> It's a venomous snake, Central East Australia. It lives in semi-arid areas, the most toxic of any sea or land snake. One bite with a hundred, one bite with 110 milligrams of venom is enough to end the lives of 250,000 mice, oh. or around 100 human adults. Man. Left untreated, survival time is about 45 minutes for an adult. Hmm. <laughs> So when is the point of no return? I mean, if it takes 45 minutes to kill you. I would say 20 minutes, wouldn't it? I mean, I'm not a... I don't know. Ooh. It says that uh, it doesn't really attack um, unprovoked. 
It's a shy snake. It prefers to slither away from trouble rather than face. I guarantee you it's not as interested in slithering away as I am. <laughs> if, it, if it does sense trouble, it will fire a warning shot first. It arcs it up in the shape of an S. If that warning is ignored, it unleashes a barrage of accurate... Like and that, right there. <laughs> yeah. It, so you better back the blank up right now. And it even gives you a second one. It will lunge. It'll, it'll give you a bunch of I fierce mean it. lunges. I mean it. <laughs> Don't make me come over there. Hold me back. Hold me back. I mean it. I mean it. Uh, they grew up to about six feet long, but there have been uh, some found as long as eight feet. Um, if you see a dark tan or brown and green snake slithering around you, near you, there's every reason to believe it's one of these guys. Hey, instead of no probe... <laughs> What about nine twine? <laughs> nine twine. Nine twine. So why is Malcolm in the middle holding one of these snakes right there? <laughs> Frankie Nunez holding one of those that's snakes. Not Malcolm, that guy's the poor man. That's that's Talcum in the piddle right there. That's not Malcolm. In the middle. That's no Frankie. What's his name? Frankie Nunez. Munez. 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 Uh, Mr. Heron, you may have a little metallic pee if you run into that snake. That is a fact. Definitely. All right. <laughs> Number one on our list. The cone snail. Uh, let's see here what it says. It lives in bodies of water around Indonesia, Hawaii, Hawaii, and the Caribbean. It's a slow-moving, shocker, but fast-attacking sea creature that lounges around coral reefs and seabeds. It feeds on marine worms, other snails, and fist, and uses a needle-like uh, pr- proboscis to inject venom into its prey. Nose. Yes, this venom, nose. yeah, it's... I didn't know which end it was. I saw something sticking out, but I didn't know if that was its nose or its... If it had a long, pointy and use. Uh, let's see. It, it, that's what it uses to inject the venom in its prey. And this venom has pain-killing analgesic properties, which means that if you're stung, you're unlikely to feel it. See, that's, that's, that's evil. That's Yeah. When something can bite you like that, that could kill you, and you don't even feel it until you're dead. Hey, I'm lounging around the coral reef. I'm going to rip you with this stuff mm. and knock you out and kill you. That's evil. Get but this. It, Go ahead. It, it, it doesn't make sense, though, I, as far as biology, because if it's going to sting me and I can't feel it, it won't stop me from killing it before I die. I mean, is it pain one of those things that would yeah. keep you from advancing? True. Think. True. Click on that, uh, the first one in the, the second row, first one. Right there? That's, that's, a, that's like an aardvark uh, slug, or an aardvark snail. It is a prominent proboscis. Yeah. It's just the Pinocchio of the ocean. Wow. Penis geographics. <laughs> so it says here that uh, divers are the most frequent victims. Uh, for they may accidentally stand on them while diving. Even the strongest diving gloves are no match for the injection of a cone snail. 
Wow. For they are adept at breaking through the hard shells of sea creatures. Even days after the attack, you may still not know you've been attacked by a cone snail. You might only feel numbness and tingling. There is no antivenom, but you can prevent the spread of the toxins by trying to remove them from the injection site. <laughs> How so? <laughs> 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 Even a few microliters of this venom is enough to end the lives up to 10 people. So, yeah. But the good thing is there's only been a few dozen deaths, so they're not, they're not too terrible. Hey. Wow. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that is the top 15 deadliest creatures on this planet. Bravo. Bravo. I've been educated and amused. And Sarah's take on that list is going to Calls her to have nightmares, she says. That was not our intent. We apologize. No. We, we, are, we are here for the education on this show. All right. Before topic two, we want to invite you to uh, look into our memberships. Memberships support our work on the podcast. For more information, go to our website, www.playitbyear.com played by your podcast.com, excuse me, backslash support. And I'll bring up the website here, and uh, we will show you the support page. Slow today, there we go. All right, uh, if you go to our support page, you will find the uh, Buy Me a Coffee uh, link there at the bottom and uh, that is our crowdsourcing platform and you see there just above the buy me a coffee logo are our play by ear podcast earbuds hall of famers uh, Allison Chavis, Christy Rocky, Joe Rocky Chuck Griffin and Jessica Longacre all are members of our show we invite you to join them in membership thank you guys very much absolutely all right, moving forward, Brady Liming, you're up. You know, when I selected this topic, it made me laugh, and, it, and I thought I would go for the, you know, the, a little bit of shock, but doubled up with Todd's topic, we might call this the podcast of nightmares. Um, so um, anyway, my topic I chose was I, I saw something I shouldn't have in Kroger the other day and and somebody was kind of digging and scratching at a place they shouldn't while in public and um, it got me to thinking what was like some of the grossest things you've seen people hey, do in public hang on one second do yeah. you mean do you mean that they were what'd you say again what were the words you used digging and scratching were they digging and scratching like do you mean like the location of where they were doing this in the store or where on their body on their body yeah, on their body it wouldn't have mattered if they were doing it in the uh, in the uh, produce area or the dog food area it would have been what, disgusting what, what, was it for or aft both I, I, I don't know it, it was just like they, they were digging some cheekage and it was really gross and there was they, a lot of lilt and hilt that's the uh, 
Right. You definitely don't want to follow them behind the free sample line, that's for sure. No, <laughs> sir. So um, the, the interesting thing about this topic is they had them numbered, but whoever ranked them, if there is a ranking, clearly would not did not use the same criteria I would have. So I'm going to start you out mildly, and I'm going to crank up the intensity as we go, okay? Go for so, it. So um, this story... It says an elderly woman in the produce section pulled out an onion. She peeled it and then stuck her almost inch-long nail all the way into the onion. She licked the onion juice off her nail and decided that it wasn't good, so she put the onion back on the rack. Okay, my first question was going to be, where did she pull the onion from? Because you just said she pulled out an onion. (laughs) At the store. From the display, from the onion display. She picked up an onion. Yeah. Okay. So she picked up the onion impaled it with her talon, <laughs> licked it like it was some booger sugar, and then she put it back, she put it back on the display case, which is pretty gross. Well, it's gross, but also, I know the answer from you guys, but I would like to ask our audience, could anyone out there be able to tell the worthiness of an onion by its juice flavor? Onion juice? (laughs) I don't think so. Maybe she's a connoisseur. I didn't know onions had juice. This is a scallion. I do not want some Vidalia red. You know, like... (laughs) But, so, onions have juice? Oh, yeah. Have you ever got onion juice in your eye? No. Like when you cut it? I, I mean, there's I, actually I, been a couple times I've worn onion goggles. I got that idea from the show Modern Family. Yeah. And I've worn goggles while cutting onions. It does help. I've, I've been around onions, and they've made me tear up, but I never really thought of them as having juice. So could you could you get enough juice from an onion to, to like, fill a glass? <laughs> oh. <laughs> have, have a shot shot glass full of onion juice? Yeah. Ooh. No, thank you. That should be uh, a, a bachelor, bachelorette party uh, staple right there. Whoever can finish the shot of onion juice. God. All right. So, um, here comes one. This person says, I was in the restroom at a water park when I witnessed a woman using a dollar bill to floss her teeth. <laughs> well, go ahead, Eric. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, does she have prominent gaps between her teeth? Because I'm not sure the dollar bill would have the terseness necessary to impale the the commonality of certain you gotta, teeth. You gotta stretch it to where it's nice and taut. <laughs> you gotta the edge has to be terse, but you're right. It would be right. hard to get it. Yeah. Also, that's more. I don't know what's grosser. Like, are they saying that's gross because then now her dollar bill will have uh, 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 teeth gunk on it, or because dollars are some of the nastiest? Where has dirtiest? it been? Yeah. If it's been in somebody's back pocket near their annuals and it was paid for, and then you know you've well, got the dollar. Exactly. I mean, it could have came straight from somebody's prison wallet. It does. So, what I I think. Something should come into play here as far as what denomination was the bill because there are certain denominations of bills that have cocaine on them. So maybe she was just getting a little toot. 
Is that true? That I mean, I, I figured that, well, quick story here. I knew that some dollar bills had, or some bills had cocaine on them because uh, my wife and I went to Mexico uh, five, year, five, six years ago, and we had, I'd done a bunch of research and we were trying to figure out how we were going to take our tipping money to the resort. And so we took way too much tipping money. So we have all this cash and we decide that she's going to take half of it and I'm going to take half of it. So she's, the whole way we're, we're planning this trip and she's like, what are you going to do with your money? And it, so bottom line, she ends up getting from her mom this like Velcro ace bandage thing to wrap around your person. <laughs> and she tucks the money in there under her clothing. Like a human size ace bandage? Yes. In the meantime, she asked me, okay. and I said, I'm going to keep mine in my front pocket. Um, I'm not a very big guy, but if you can wrestle me down and get money out of my pocket, you can have it um, because they, you deserve it. But her, she was scared that somebody was going to take all this money off of her, so she puts it in her ace bandage, and she ends up setting off the, the detector, and they take her to a room and make and strip search her. And, uh, and I'm standing here thinking, great, we're not going to make it to Mexico. She's going to get arrested. Uh, you know, I was pissed off because we were, you know, they, they were going to make us late for our flight, and they told us that they have to check. And say it said when, she, when they were in there, they, like, combed through the bills checking, like, each one of them. And that they mentioned that, you know, that drugs are sometimes on these bills. But I didn't really think of it being a certain, like, denomination. Wow. You know, I thought it might be any bill, a dollar up to a whatever. They think she was a mule? I, I have no idea. Steal the East But you know what? My <laughs> money made it safely in my front pocket. Nobody took it, and nobody strip searched me. So I won. There you go. <laughs> Much right. to your chagrin. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that one was relatively mild. I started out, let's ratchet up the intensity a bit. I was on had it been a quarter, had it been a quarter <laughs> of 50 cent piece, that would have been something. Yeah, that would have been something. I was on the Amtrak sitting across from a group of Amish teenagers who were eating lunch. When they were done, one of the boys took their dentures out and started licking them clean. I've never been to a hall in my life. <laughs> I, I I have seen that before. I mean, not Amish boys, but oh. uh, I, I I have seen that performed, and it is rather disgusting. <laughs> okay, so one of the things that gives me the willies <laughs> is when people <laughs> when people pick food out of their teeth visibly, yeah. right. and then. And then you can see that they found the treasure and that they, they eat it again. They, they oh. re-eat it. They re-eat it. That, that makes me gag. And uh, so that is like the ultimate, <laughs> that's the ultimate example of that when they take their teeth Ew. out and then eat it again off of their teeth. Uh, All right. And, yet, and yes, I've seen that out in public. I mean, not, not in the privacy of anyone's home. I mean, I'm out in it, public, I've seen that. Who are you hanging out with that has fake te- false teeth, Eric? I, 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 cannot, uh, I cannot recall, at, uh, and it was just some random person. I mean, it wasn't, oh, okay. wasn't anybody I'm related to or anything like that. I got gotcha. you. Okay, this is related, so I'll go ahead and quickly do this. On a plane, I sat next to a guy that after eating dinner, he took out his toothpick, used it to clean his teeth, his fingernails, and his ears, all with the same toothpick. Uh, uh, now, 
efficient. I, that, that, that is efficient. If you don't reuse said toothpick, I mean, that could be, that can fly. I mean, maybe not in public, but now if you reuse the toothpick, that's a whole different situation. Good point, Eric. We need to know the order. If it goes, what'd you say he did now? He, he cleaned his teeth, um, his, his teeth, toenails? His fingernails and his ear, his ear holes. So if he goes teeth, fingernail, and then ear holes. And disposed. And disposed. I had no problem with that. Ah, I, I don't want to see it. If you do it in the <laughs> private, if you do it in your chambers, that's fine. But out in public, <laughs> no. Your chambers. See, I think if you started ear. Or you Fanny Hill. And, and, <laughs> and, and <laughs> you started ear and went to mouth, I don't I don't think you'd get any further because I mean, earwax, you know, it's like, ooh. Okay, moving right along. <laughs> I have some comments. Oh, I bet we do. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Heron saw one of my students eating a snot rocket the other day. On purpose? <laughs> well, I mean. How long have you been in elementary school? Oh, I know, yeah, I just that's why I was wondering if it was on purpose or. Uh, Andy had heard a finger licking good, but. Teeth, not teeth <laughs> If I weren't watching the screen when you said that, Eric, I'd be very disturbed. <laughs> uh, Christina, and that's why you want a good travel agent for advice on how to take, how much to take with you. There you right. nicely played. We, need, nicely we needed you. Yes, you vacation told me I was architect. Right. Put it in your front pocket. Right, and you will get strip searched. Vacationarchitect.com. She'll tell you how much money to take. All right, Mrs. Wilson, I had a boss who used to take out his keys, clean his ear with one, then wipe it on his pants. Ah! <laughs> hey, wait a minute. We, never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Um, were they khakis at least? <laughs> khakis. If they were a... If they were a Dark trouser that would not be good, or a or a white pant. Yeah, a white yeah. pant definitely would not be good. Okay, now this one I can't fathom. So here we go. This guy was in the waiting room and he was picking the dead skin on the bottom of his feet and eating it. <laughs> Todd looks. I don't know if you're disturbed or I confused. I just don't. I guess I don't understand. Now, if if he were chewing it off, it would be one thing. It wouldn't be any more. It wouldn't be any better. But I don't understand the idea of picking it off and then eating it. That says he has a problem. Uh, maybe, maybe he has pika. All right. Now we're gonna get a little funny. Let's lighten up for a second. I was sitting in the waiting area across from a man wearing sweatpants when I realized that a he had a hole in the sweatpants, and B, he was not wearing underwear, and one of his manly orbs were out. <laughs> hey, <the> orbs. <laughs> his morbs. Morbs. <laughs> his morb. <laughs> one morb. <laughs> uh, that's uh, yeah, that's taking pocket pool to the whole the whole new level <laughs> there. That's inviting everyone to the table. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Hold on. Okay. Um, <laughs> here we go. Sorry. I, used to I had work. a Dilliard joke, but I won't make it. 
Didn't that used to be open at Eastgate? Anyway. Um, <laughs> That's Dillard's, right? This is Dillard's. Rhyme with Billiards. Yeah. Gotta roll the roll your R. Dillard's. Yeah, Mr. Heron says they called him Numb Nuts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. I used to live near a hospital, and one day I came out from the train, and I thought, wow, something smells like feasty. I turned the corner and saw a guy talking on the phone, wearing scrubs, who had just come out of the hospital, and he had a huge feces stain growing in the back of his trousers, and it was running down his leg as he was calmly talking on the phone. <laughs> Man, see, I thought you were going somewhere different with that. Yeah, so I thought not. you were saying that he had he had within his duties within his job. I thought you were saying that he had gotten it on him during his job. That's where I thought it was going until until you said it, growing. Yeah, it, it was going down his leg is where it was going. And he was calmly talking on the phone, saying like there was no urgency. We uh, we had a conversation about this here a while back. Uh, not not the three of us, but uh, somebody else. We were talking about that. That's uh, not that exact thing. But all right, I say this one because when I read this one, I about lost it. Is it laughing or famine? Famine. This one got to me. I was walking down the street when I saw a woman with her toddler aged son. He had an extremely runny nose and was crying. And his mom, who had her hands full, was looking around for a solution. Okay. Whew, can't read it. Unable to find one, she bent down and sucked the snot off of his face. And the person said he threw up on the spot in the street after witnessing it. All right, so there's a woman with a toddler. Hands full. Hands full. And her uh, only solution was to use her mouth. Yeah. Like as, as a as a suction device. Kind of like somebody taking the venom out of a snake wound. And here, here's. I guarantee you, had you gone up and said something like, you know, that was disgusting, they probably would have chewed you out and told you that you just didn't understand. Probably. You don't have children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty gross. I That's mean, the snot bad. suckers that you have to use on kids is gross enough. I had many a war with those snot suckers, but here's what you do. You put down your things, you free up a hand, and you grab the snot sucker and you, you, you blast him with it. You don't, you don't, you don't suck the snot with your mouth. I... I See, there's all kinds of wrong about that. Like I said, there, there is not a situation where that kid's not couldn't have waited for waited. 10 extra feet there you go. until it, I could lessen my load. Here's the thing. It probably had already been there for 23 hours. Any, you know, kids just have snot coming out of their nose all nonstop. There's no, there's no rush. There's no hurry. Was the kid comforted by this little situation here? Once it's not was removed. He was probably mortified. He said on the spot, on the street. Because I think that would have made me cry more had I been that kid. How much do you want to bet that the person who just did that snot stunt turned around and reprimanded the man for vomiting in the street? (laughs) Or as uh, Mr. Heron says here, I've never heard this term. The man in the street did the Technicolor yawn. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, I've never heard that. Uh, Ross, welcome, Ross. How's it going, that's, Ross? That's that's worse than Vamit. Yeah, that is worse. Yes. And Christina with uh, green-faced emojis. Yeah, I don't think that's there's true. enough green-faced emojis that can, like, it did. I had to struggle to read that story. So here's what I want to know, and you don't have to speak up, or you know, we always we don't uh, we like to keep things lighthearted around here and. We don't go into heavy debates or arguments or anything like that, but uh, I'm wondering if there's anyone that sees nothing wrong with that. Again, you don't have to fess up. You don't have to... <laughs> I mean, but I'm just wondering if, if there's anyone... You do. You need to reevaluate your yes, response. Yeah. But I just wonder, again, I'm, I'm trying to... I think, Brady, you put it best. I'm trying to think of a situation where that would have to be done right there. If you were being attacked by a cassowary or a blue-ringed octopus and running from it. <laughs> and even then, But I'll also, here's the thing. Or maybe the kid had cystic fibrosis and you had to get the snot out. Oh, what yeah. way to make me feel bad now, Eric? Yeah, exactly, man. Speaking of lighthearted, it got real on <laughs> Sorry. So, other than... You ask, you ask in what situation could that be? Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's a good point. We, we shouldn't judge. We don't, know, we don't know what people are going through. But I will say this. If it wasn't that... If it were not that situation, anything short of cystic fibrosis, that is not something that just happened once. That has to be no. a a tactical move that the parent does often. And it could be a tactical move on the uh, on the part of the child to gather attention. Like, oh. hey, watch! I can make my I can make my parent uh, lick my snot from my nostrils. Now, now April has a. Uh, Moms are sleep deprived. She probably didn't know what she was doing. There, there was an interesting theory. Yeah, but um, yeah. Anyway, that's pretty bad, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Now this one's funny. This was pretty lightweight compared to that. But uh, this person said she saw a woman shaving her legs on the subway. Hmm. I'm sure you see all kinds of things on subways. Yeah. I mean, that would just be—it's bumpy. Who would want to do yeah, that? Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. Was and and was it like an electric razor? Was it a? It really did not say. It did not say. But um, you know, we've all seen. Uh, like here's when this person was eating their breakfast in a cafe in London. The man next to them took off his shoe, whipped out a can of deodorant, and emptied the entire can onto his exposed foot. That's just weird. <laughs> Was it the same guy eating the dead flesh off of his foot? Ah, you had to go there. Yeah, and I, I don't know, but so we're trying to be lighthearted here, but really, it is amazing what some people will do in public, even under the eyes of the public. It just kind of goes back to my rant, you know, like people to walk around in public without their shirts, which, by the way, saw that this weekend, and mom and everybody in the car heard me go on my epic rant about shirtlessness. So... <laughs> Give us a little uh, recap, Brady, of your opinion of shirtlessness. If you are not at the beach or the pool, doing some kind of water sport, and maybe on a rare day, if it is really hot and you're in your backyard knowing, you should never have your shirt off in public. (laughs) 
these buffoons that walk around with their shirt rolled in their pants. These buffoons. What are you, 107? <laughs> there, there is no excuse for it, and there is, there is a definitive, like, uh, it, that equals bad judgment and IQ issues. You should not be walking around shirtless. Way to way to piss off all of our shirtless crowd, uh, Brady. Yes. Well, they've heard me go on this rant before. Yes. So, it's, you, uh, oddly enough, you feel the same way about that that as I do. Uh, man, sandals. Yeah. <laughs> I do not want to go to a nice dinner, and my date has on a a nice dress, and I have on a pair of shorts and my feet out <laughs> under the table. <laughs> Right. And eat a steak when I look over and I see a big hairy toe just dangling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So Allison has a story. The world travel, I, I love your stories, Allison. I, 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 will, I will never forget in Cairo near the pyramids where a man squatted down and crapped right there <laughs> on the ground where all the tourists were. <laughs> I love the use of the word crapped. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite words the ever. Pyramid of Jesus. <laughs> now Andy uh, trying to one up that story. Uh, his wife just saw a lady squat and pee on the side of a beach highway in Key West during a trolley tour with no shame. Backside to the road. <laughs> Was she saying, I have no shame? At least she turned her backside to the road. Yeah. I, I would say that alcohol might have played into that decision making, knowing Key West. <laughs> but craft is a very underrated word. Wouldn't you guys agree? That is just awesome. That means this crap by the here. I don't even want to know what he did by the Sphinx. <laughs> Some stinks by the Sphinx. <laughs> oh my! Yes, we are twelve. <laughs> All right, I think that's about do it. <laughs> I rest my case. All right, that's all you have. That's all we need. Thank you, Brady. All right, uh, before we move on to my topic, the game of the night, the game of the night. Mm. Ever wonder what we're talking about? We've used some of our isms in this show. Uh, if you're wondering what those are, you can go to our website, check out our isms. Let me bring those up here so you can have a look. Maybe. Perhaps it's a little slow. All right. Uh, there are our isms. Share screen up. I can, uh, I should read some of these isms. Uh, and, and, and usury, uh, we used the word and use earlier, uh, but and usury is an extension of that term uh, coined by esteemed earbud Kyle King. Yes, I, uh, I liked, I just noticed the alves above the. Alves. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Al's plural form of the TV alien, Alf. He had one Alf on his chair, but there's multiple Alves in his bedroom. Uh, oh, uh, I died when that happened. Uh, and usury, 
is negative, mean-spirited, jerkish, or just plain idiotic actions by a person that have rendered them as having the same qualities as an in-use. Like walking around without your shirt is a demonstration <laughs> of in-usury. Exactly. Did you read that? Because that was the sentence. That guy just showed up to a public event shirtless and cursed out a child. Have you ever seen such an usury? That must have been, like, latently rolling around my brain. (laughs) I almost wonder if I used that in the episode we talked about shirtlessness. You you may have. So, yes, uh, if you're interested in that glossary of uh, isms, it is there on our website. Point at Brady www.playbyyourpodcast.com We've uh, we've kicked around the idea of, of uh, writing a book yeah. and uh, of our isms isms so <laughs> maybe someday when we have the time we might follow through with that <laughs> uh, Mr. Heron says nicely played and actually I'm just going to admit that was an accident I, I did not know that there would be a shirtless sentence there with an usury but uh hey yeah uh april's son says she he has never heard me laugh like this well my co-hosts do that to me we try to break him yeah all right so we are to our game of the night topic three and the game of the night is called what if what if So, uh, audience, as always, you are playing the judges of our game, and the way What If works, and we can can do a uh, practice round here. So, these cards have uh, situations on them, and it's kind of bleached out there, so you can't really see it, but, so I'll read you this. Okay, the uh, situation is, what if... You learn that your private equity manager has spent your retirement fund on a new sports car. What shouldn't you do? So when I do, when I say what shouldn't you do, I turn the timer over and you guys start giving answers as to what shouldn't you do in that situation. The audience will decide which of your answers and it's either the timer leaves or you get three swipes at the apple there, but uh, you decide what shouldn't you do in that situation. Are you saying what should you do or what shouldn't? Shouldn't. Shouldn't. Shouldn't um, is shouldn't is much funnier than should. Shouldn't. Um, shouldn't. What I shouldn't. shouldn't do is be him senseless with a tire iron from the trunk of his newly purchased sports <laughs> car. Uh, yeah, right. I shouldn't do is tie him to a tree prone with his anu sticking out in front of a kalalawary or whatever the hell those things were called. A cassowary. A cassowary. That's all. That's all I got. I just... (laughs) And? This is the practice round, right? This is the practice round. That's right. That's right. Okay. Here we go. You guys ready? Ready. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, all right. Audience, be ready, because you're going to be the judge of this, which uh, which answers to what shouldn't you do are the best between this. Now, this is free verse. You don't have to wait on each other. You just 
let him now let, let's go back and forth because we do have a little lag so we'll go back and forth we'll go to three each and then uh, the audience can decide because I want everyone to hear everything okay okay this this is a this is def this is on the spot this is definitely a uh, it, it, it is it by ear yeah <laughs> I'm nervous <laughs> okay gentlemen what if you buy an anima <laughs> and notice a tequila worm at the bottom of it. <laughs> what shouldn't you do? <laughs> you shouldn't get a shaker of salt. <laughs> uh. Oh, goodness. Oh. <laughs> do I have to get three meters? Man, uh, you, should, you shouldn't forget your fishing pole. <laughs> forget your fishing pole. And? And? You should not put the lime anywhere near where that anim anima is going to go. <laughs> you should not uh, buy your preacher a shot. <laughs> what? Um, I'm going for the gold on this one. I, 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 I've lost the last two games. <laughs> Brady, do you have anything else to add? You should not dance around doing the PB Herman dance that <laughs> with that enema in tow. Nice. In tow or in. <laughs> <laughs> You shouldn't. Oh my gosh. Uh, you shouldn't sing that old country song, the Jose Cuervo, you are a friend of mine. I like to drink you with, I don't know the words or the song, but there was a song that mentioned Jose Cuervo. That's all I know. All right, audience. There, there are your answers. I, I think you be, guys. Be gentle. That was tough. I, I, I think you guys missed the obvious one. Jo Josh Michael got the obvious one. What was the obvious one? Eat the worm. Eat the worm. Eat the worm. Should not eat the worm. <laughs> well, that's a matter of opinion. Uh, Joe says Brady gets the point. He had a theme to his answers. Shut up, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you can't talk to a Hall of Famer like that. That's right. I know. I know. I, oh, and Joe knows I'm just joshing. <laughs> Andy, shouldn't yell bottoms up? That's a, that's a solid answer right there. That is. <laughs> that's excellent. <laughs> Gary says Brady. I, I, I was trying to figure out the tie-in with the preacher. It, it wasn't really, the tie-in wasn't really the preacher. The tie-in was you don't buy anybody, you don't offer a shot to anyone, but preacher was the first thing that came to my head. Uh, I could have said anyone. Don't you, don't, you don't offer a shot to your teacher, your cousin you're anyone the whole idea was you don't, you don't offer, offer a shot huh? my brother-in-law is a minister and i don't think anybody's ever offered him an enema <laughs> uh mr wilson gives you the point todd thank Ooh. you uh mr heron brady so we have 12 people in the room we'll give it a few more seconds here uh to get votes I don't know. I, I may give the point to either Josh or Andy. Well, see, but <laughs> yeah. Brady, 
that that was proof that Brady and I were looking at this two completely different ways. Oh yeah, because yeah. you said I no one has offered my brother-in-law an enema, and I took it as the enema was gone once he said it was filled with tequila and a worm. At that point, <laughs> it is a an alcoholic oh. drink. It's a shot. Okay. Allison says Brady. Yes. Another Hall of Famer in the house, Hello. Jess. Welcome. Hall of Famer, Jess. I would never speak to her the way I speak to Joe. <laughs> Joe and I go way back. I believe uh, Brady gets the point. Yes, sir. One nil, Brady Liming. Find my footing. That that question threw me off. I didn't I didn't know what to do with it. So, uh, in honor of Todd's preacher response here, <laughs> don't get hung up on the preacher part. Get hung up on the the shot part. The shot. <laughs> Uh, what if I should have said teacher I should yeah, yeah what if your priest spanks you on the butt and says good game after your confessional <laughs> what shouldn't you do what shouldn't you do <laughs> what shouldn't you do <laughs> the timer is running You shouldn't say back at your rev. <laughs> yeah, I don't think priests go by rev. Can you repeat it real quick? How about back at your father? There you go. Uh, your priest spanks you on the butt and says good game after your confessional. What shouldn't you do? Jess says she had to work the last few weeks on podcast nights. She's been bummed, and we've been bummed that you have not been here with us, Jess. Welcome back, Jess. I've got another answer. Go ahead. Okay. You shouldn't say, here comes overtime. <laughs> you shouldn't make a loose ball joke. <laughs> <laughs> that should be enough to win right there. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I got nothing after that. I see the point inside. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, we do have some. We do have some audience answers here. Uh, actually, our timer's out. So oh man, I only got one your, in. Get get your one answer. Uh, Gary said, "Take him out for shots." With, thank you, Gary. <laughs> uh, Joe says you should make eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Gary says, was the priest wearing sweatpants? <laughs> oh, man. Todd. Uh, Andy Todd gives you the point, Todd. Todd. I give yeah. Todd the point. Thank you, Andrew. Do you concede, Brady? Is that what you're oh, saying? Oh, I, I concede. Father could also give last rights to that one. He won that point. All right. Brady concedes. So we'll just give, say it's one to one. Um, but we do have uh, <laughs> Mr. Heron telling you should know. <laughs> uh, uh, Joe says, point. Thank you, Joe. Todd. Uh, Miss Wilson, Todd. Jim, Todd. So, Todd, audience agrees with Brady because Brady concedes the point. One to one is our score. This might be the toughest game we've played. It is tough. <clears throat> All right. 
this, this is this could be real worldish. I mean, this could go beyond funny. This could be a serious situation here. Okay, what if an angry ex starts posting how awful you were in bed on social media? What shouldn't you do? Agree. Yeah. Hangry X starts posting how awful you were in bed on social media. What should you not do? You shouldn't. You shouldn't try to prove her wrong by showing video <laughs> with someone else. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll stick with my original answer. You shouldn't try to disprove them by him or her by showing video evidence. How's that? Fair enough. Brady? Well, actually, our time is you out, so we have... You shouldn't say... You shouldn't go with the P.B. Herman classic, I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> there you go. All right, audience. Brady, what was your answer again? My aim one first answer was agree. We didn't give him much to work with here. I got to be honest, Brady. We did. We, we, yeah. So um, Brady said you should not agree. Todd said you should said not. You shouldn't try to disprove them with video evidence. Or you shouldn't say, I know you are, but what am I? There you go. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I had, sorry. I have an answer. I know that doesn't count, but my that, brain just can't. That kind of goes with mine, Andrew. We're thinking alike. Yeah. Andy says, shouldn't ask her if she wants to check the tape. <laughs> Video replay. Uh, Andy says, Brady. Point. He, he gives my answer, and then he votes with Brady. What is up with that? <laughs> Um, you it, stole his answer. I, I didn't see his answer. <laughs> it's past the time, but can I give you one that was pretty funny that I just thought of? Absolutely. Yes. You shouldn't say your mom disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I say you should say your mom disagrees. <laughs> That's, yeah. This would have been easier to say what you should do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jim says, Todd, Andy laughs at your, uh, your retort. Uh, Allison says Todd. Miss Wilson says Todd. Looks like Todd may get this point as well. Yeah, I was off my game on that one. It was a tough one. So two to one is our score. Are we? Uh, are we what, what are we playing to? We probably should have decided that before the game started. One hundred. One hundred. <laughs> one million. Five. That's what we normally play. Five. To. Yeah. I, I think we played to three on the last game, but five is good. All right. What if a Russian spy, Natasha, invites you for drinks in her hotel penthouse suite? What shouldn't you do? Take the secret attache case. You just like that word. <laughs> Okay, you shouldn't show up without a gallon jug of vodka. Vodka. Did you say her name was Natasha, Eric? Natasha, yes. 
You should watch out for a moose and a squirrel. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. You shouldn't show up in the shorts that Rocky wore when he knocked out the Russian. Uh, the, the red, white, and blue flag yeah. shorts. <laughs> Time up. You should. Oh, oh shit. Shoot. Sorry. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gary says you shouldn't drink the tequila. So, uh, Brady, give your answers again. You shouldn't. Take the secrets in the attache case. And you should not. Look for a moose and a squirrel? Is that what yes. you said? Yeah. Yes. Five over your answers again. I said you shouldn't not show up with... Wait, wait a minute. You shouldn't show up without a jug of vodka. Of vodka. Vodka. And uh, you shouldn't show up wearing the shorts that Rocky Balboa wore when he defeated Ivan Drago. 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 About said Nikita Koloff. I said, I, com- <laughs> I confused him. Ivan Drago. I said Dragoff. <laughs> uh, Joe says you shouldn't mention you work for a bank. <laughs> Not falling for that again, are you, Joe? <laughs> uh, Christina says don't ask her for Captain America's autograph. Uh, Allison says that one time in Moscow. What happens in Moscow? Miss right, Wilson, Todd, she's voted for you every time. She, she's liking your answers tonight, Todd. Oh, right, we have. Has anybody like one vote? I thought my answer was pretty good. Hey, don't be trying to sell it, Brady. <laughs> don't be trying to sell it. Uh, Jim says Brady for the Bullwinkle reference. There we go. That could be lost on the. It could be lost on the younger crowd. It was uh, lost on me. Now uh, Joe gives Todd the point for a reference for Rocky. Gets the pointage for that. Uh, Andy Ooh. says Todd. So uh, the more uh, veteran set of our audience likes the Bullwinkle reference. The younger set likes the Rocky reference. Yeah. So uh, Todd, three to one. Uh, we'll give it a few more seconds here for any more votes that may roll in here. Uh, but it looks like Todd may, uh, oh, Allison likes your Bullwinkle reference. Brady, so three to two. I'm grabbing the boost by the horns here. <laughs> All right. I think we may have to go with Todd on that one. Yep. Ow. Three to one out to a commanding lead, but we've seen this happen before. Right. We've seen exactly. this show before. This, this happens quite a bit, yeah. I don't Very get cocky. I just like that. I just start sucking. <laughs> all right. So, uh, first of all, the answer uh, or the or the uh, the possibility of this happening in 2021. <clears throat> you guys. You got you guys are chuckling and I don't know why. It's making me nervous. It's trying to throw me off my game. <laughs> All right, what if your arch rival throws a second sword at you and challenges you to a duel? What shouldn't you do? What was that? A what? Throws a what at you? A second sword. If your arch rival throws a second sword at you and challenges you to a duel, what yes. shouldn't you do? What shouldn't you do? You shouldn't put your pants on. 
No man has ever lost a duel while naked from the waist down. Is that a historical fact? Because no one will fight him with his pants down, or no pants on from the waist down. Is, is that not gentlemanly? No. One must be panted? You, you have their pantaloons say, on in order to duel? You shouldn't say, I am your father. Luke, I am your father. <laughs> you shouldn't say, was that two swords in your pocket, or were you just really happy to see me? <laughs> yeah. Brady? You shouldn't say, that's not a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. <laughs> that was a terrible Australian accent, but I think yeah, you get the point. a bad Australian accent. Brady, you, you act like you have something to say. I think in the interest of our rating, I will forgo what I was going to say. <laughs> not TV 14. All right, time is up. So uh, to recap the answers, Brady, your answer was? You shouldn't say, I am your father. Todd, your answers were? Um, the first one was, you shouldn't put on pants. The second one was, um, you shouldn't say, who's that two swords in your pocket? Are you happy to see me? And I also had, you shouldn't. I had another one. It was so good you can't remember. I, well, or that or so bad it wasn't memorable. <laughs> Did you get it, Eric? Uh, I got it, yeah. yeah. I had another one. I had a third one, but I, I don't I don't remember. Okay. Well, Andy, Andy says your answers were well enough to get you the point, Todd. I agree. I, I feel like I'm floundering in this game. Uh, Joe says, Todd, pants down. <laughs> Jim says, Todd. Brady. You have to make a furious comeback here. You're down four to one. You can't go to the Star Wars well, Brady. I, I Like I said, I felt restrained on that one. Well, in all fairness, I think I broke the rules. I was thinking that we were allowed to just say them as we thought of them, but Eric did say we take turns, so I, yeah, I did go out of turns. So I apologize. Uh, Allison gives Brady the point, so... Thank you, Allison. Allison, appreciate your answer there. <clears throat> all right, but... Allison, I'll message you the answer that I couldn't stay on. <laughs> I, I, right now, I'm going to message you. <laughs> uh, Todd for Brady, one. Todd for game point. Ooh. All right. What if you notice that the elderly woman in front of you on a bus has head lice? What shouldn't you do? What if you notice that the elderly woman in front of you on a bus has head lice? What shouldn't you do? You shouldn't ask if the carpet matches the drapes. <laughs> I don't think they call those lice. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> you I'm sorry, that's the first thing I thought. You must have got it from the Greyhound. Ha, ha, ha. 
<laughs> uh, any other answers? I'll give you each one more, even though our timer's out. Please tell me they're not getting off this stop. <laughs> Anything else, Todd? I have nothing else. Okay, well, Jim says you shouldn't groom her like a mother monkey. Miss <laughs> uh, uh, Wilson, you should not write a boom about it like Bobby Burns. I got it. You shouldn't say, let me guess, you're a knitter. <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh, Allison, uh, with the practical advice, don't rub up a ginner. Or. <laughs> Stop right there. Halt. <laughs> All right, so uh, audience, who has the better answers there? We have uh, Brady, if you'd recap your answer. Answers. Brady. Brady. My answer was. <laughs> I hope they don't get off of this stop. And I don't even remember what my other one was. Uh, something about uh, all. You must have caught him from the Greyhound. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> My answers were, do the carpet, or does the carpet match the drapes? <laughs> and if you let me put that last one in there, let me guess, you are a knitter. Miss <laughs> uh, Wilson says Jim Heron gets the point. <laughs> yeah. Allison, I like your answer too. Yeah. Because Very practical. Al because Allison is one of our Hall of Fame members, she got the answer that I could not say message directly to her. <laughs> Perks of VIP status. As did I. <laughs> All right. Uh, audience votes? We have no votes yet. <laughs> except, for, uh, except for Jim Heron. He got a point. Except his points are like... Uh, for those of you that don't know, lice eggs are nits. <laughs> If you have to explain your answer, <laughs> well, I mean, you I, do not know a louse can come from a dog. <laughs> <laughs> now, if that had been a bloated tick reference, Brady, that would be hilarious. <laughs> and a greyhound bus is named after the dog. <laughs> not trying to influence. Oh, and they are also gray. <laughs> the drapes are up here. The carpet. <laughs> Uh, Gary, Gary says uh, Todd Jim says Brady Ms. Wilson says Todd uh, Jim says quit nitpicking Todd uh, Joe says Brady just for one more round however trying to trying to coerce the uh, consolation Brady yeah right so let's see we got uh, Brady 1 Brady 2 Todd 1 2 3 Todd uh, may, uh, may win this here. Give it a few more seconds for any votes. Uh, 
Uh, Josh gives the vote to Todd. I believe that will do it for Todd. Todd with the resounding victory in the game of what if. Let's uh, Even Todd won, much like European soccer, let's play one for a friendly. Yeah, let's play one for a friendly, and let's include our, our host, our hostess with the most is Mr. Fiscus. You chime in on this one. Okay. Thing is, I'm picking the card. That's fine. <laughs> Blind pick it. Don't, don't look at it. Blind pick it. Okay. What if... Now, now you told Brady not to go to the Star Wars well, but uh, what if the guy entering the elevator you are in makes Jedi lightsaber noises at you? What shouldn't you do? Use you the don't dark say. Side of the force. Sorry, Brady. I was talking over yours. Go ahead and repeat yours. You should not use the dark side of the force. You do. You don't say do or do not. You don't. Man. You can scare him off with your Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You Go, go ahead. Damn it, I can't get it out. Go ahead, Eric. <laughs> you probably shouldn't say, I'll bet you never see Princess Leia. <laughs> you don't say, you want to see what rhymes with Yoda? <laughs> you don't... <laughs> You don't say, is that Jabba the Hutt in your pants, or are you just happy to see me? You know, That's my go-to. I got I to... The, the, the thing is, I, I I listen to you all talk, and listen to us talk, and I, I see the comments, and our audience makes us look so bad. I mean, really, they're, they're just on it. I mean, so I'm just going to throw some of their answers up here. Uh, Allison says, cross swords. Oh. <laughs> Should not do that, ever. Allison... What was that sword made of? <laughs> Don't say it. Uh, Gary says you should not say I love Star Trek. <laughs> I love Star Trek. Star Star Trek. Uh, Joe says you should not start making blaster sounds. Pew pew pew. <laughs> that would have been a good one for the priest one. Yes. Uh, Miss Wilson says you shouldn't hit the stop elevator button. By the way, that was a pew joke in case. <laughs> pew, yeah. Right. Uh, Allison says lightsabers. That wasn't exactly what I was thinking of, but. <laughs> yes. Now, Jim says, are you making a lightsaber sound or is your vibrator oh. stuck on? Oh, hey, oh. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them. <laughs> You, should, you, you shouldn't pull out one of those voice enhancers and go, Stop that. <laughs> you wouldn't oh. say, Pretend I'm a Tauntaun and get inside of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's nasty. <laughs> oh. 
come on, Brady. Don't be afraid to laugh at that. That was a tauntaun joke, man. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's, um... <laughs> oh. See, because in, in Empire Strikes Back, they cut open a tauntaun to keep warm and, and got inside of it. Perverts. I wasn't being dirty. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm just disappointed in my, um... Ah. In your, in your what? Your and, performance? But my, my performance tonight... <laughs> you need a performance enhancer. <laughs> uh, Miss Wilson says you shouldn't say Ghostbusters, right? Yeah. Uh, Gary says we should do an episode where we overexplain everything. Do you mean like every every episode? <laughs> yeah, right? Was that sarcasm, Gary? <laughs> I, I think that was sarcasm. <laughs> All right. That's uh, topic number three. Our game of the night: What if? And uh, Todd with a resounding five-one victory. I needed it. I, I, yeah. Yeah, you, you were due. I was, oh, I was, yeah, the last two games I had been smashed brutally. Yes. All right. Uh, I believe next week we are on Wednesday, our usual night. So uh, join us then. Uh, once again, visit our website, Brady, if you would. Brady, if you would. Oh, here we go. Uh, visit our website, www.playbyyourpodcast.com. And, uh, Visit all those uh, different parts of the website, all those sub-pages of the website that we talked about. Uh, look at the membership, register for our email updates, uh, and that's actually at the top of every page that you go to on the website. And also uh, check out our isms. And, uh, you can get our audio and video feeds there as well. Uh, we are, audio-wise, we uh, release those on Friday mornings at 3 a.m., so uh, you can find those anywhere, or most anywhere you can find podcasts or audio podcasts. And we're also uh, video-wise on YouTube, uh, Twitch, and, of course, Facebook Live. You know what I would like to do? This, and, and I haven't talked to you guys about this before now, so I may be out of line here. But I think it would be fun to do an episode where we come without any topics. And we have the audience pick our topics, and we see if we can come up with anything to talk about based on that topic. That's an excellent idea, sir. Do we want to do that next week? Yeah, we can sure. We'll put it out there a few, you know, between here and there. We'll put it out there several times. Uh, do we want to have them send us their topic ideas beforehand, or do, you, do we want to have them on the spot? Live? I think we should truly play it by play ear by and ear. just have them give the topics as we uh, go live next week. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm game. Yeah, I'm game. Just keep it TV 14. Yeah. That's our only... Which, I mean, you can see, we can get a little... Uh, uh, for lack of a better term, Randy. Randy. But, um, you know. We Randy the Cane Toad hasn't made an appearance <laughs> since that one episode. <laughs> uh, uh, t-shirt. We haven't said that in a while. That we need a Randy the Cane Toad play it by your t-shirt. We should have had Johnny, in between two of us, our silhouettes, put a Randy the Cane Toad uh, silhouette <laughs> up there. <laughs> I understand you're having some problems with your Sheila. <laughs> Oh, you Randy Vixen. Okay. Right. Uh, again, uh, join us next Wednesday. That is, uh, we only have six people in the room, so I don't, maybe we can advertise that over yeah. the course of the week that uh, we're taking audience requests on uh, topics next week. Hopefully. But honestly, if there are six people in the room, that's plenty as yeah, far as plenty. topics because we probably couldn't go with more than a, half, you know, a handful anyway. True. All right, anything else for the good of the order, gentlemen? Schmettman? I don't believe so. Yep. Good fun tonight, fellas. Good, good fun. fun. Good fun. Yes. 
All right, Todd, take us out. Peace, guys. See you next week. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear. Thanks for listening to the Play It By Ear podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter at Play It By Ear Pod 2, and our website at anchor.fm backslash Play It By Ear podcast. Thanks again, and join us next time as we play it by ear.